Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Paul Curley. Paul, are you ready to do this? I was born ready. Thank you, George. I love it. Excellent. Let's do this. Paul is a CFA. He is the Director of College Savings Research at Strategic Insight. He is also the editor of the 529-e-newsletter and the 529-insiders website. Excited to have you on. Paul, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Perfect. Thank you for the opportunity. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and so for me, you know, studying how people save for college from a data research um, events and digital perspective, it's very timely, very front of mind for me. And the why is clear. The you know, college affordability and accessibility only gets more and more difficult over time. So um, very happy to work on that goal-based investing, help families to save and, and do all we can do. I like it. I always, I always, uh, I, I don't like to kid about it, but I like, well, the reality is if you want to freak somebody out, show them how much college is supposed to cost in, in, in 18 years or so. So I also have a two-year-old and I, I appreciate what you're talking about. So um, you've been you've been at it for, for a little while. I'm just curious to get uh, your perspective, your thoughts on how you've seen education or paying for education, how, how you've seen that change over the course of your career. Yeah, you know, um, you know, for myself, I graduated from undergrad in, in 2001, and for the past 10 years, I, I have been an analyst covering, um, you know, the the space from, um, you know, that data and research over time. Well, you know, that that cost of college only increases. You know, tuition inflation is is just one of those very amazing type of things where, regardless of what's going on, the, the cost keeps going up. Um, affordability is, you know, just keeps dropping, right? I mean, it's, it's um, you know, if we look at CPI or just sort of that general wage increase, you know, that's decreasing. What we've also seen, which is very troubling, is, is broadly speaking, you know, scholarships per student is going down, scholarships and grants are coming down. We all have that, that you know, that story of, hey, my five and two-year-old are, are going to get that full ride, but the reality being right. is that, that scholarships aren't really there. Um, and, and what, what I really like and, and love about, about your podcast is that it really kind of goes into taking personal responsibility and accountability for the outcomes of, of just saving and saving efficiently. So, um, that's what I'm very happy to be on, on today's call. Well, I, th- those are, those are kind words. So thank you for that. Um, so you started roughly speaking right around the financial meltdown. Um, it's not a surprise to me necessarily. Well, I, are, are, are have people been saving less over the past ten years than from say two thousand to two thousand and ten? Where can 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 you help me with that? Just yeah. for specifically well, for um, college. <laughs> well, there's 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 two very interesting kind of you know perspectives that um, you know for myself I, I didn't really realize, but you know, broadly speaking, um, you know, that savings rate has been decreasing, right? That overall, what is the U.S. savings rate? It's, you know, that it hovers at 4 or 5% currently, um, you know, I think down from, from 15%, you know, not, not too long ago. 
but but that being said, that the savings of you know in um, you know college savings vehicles, broadly speaking, a, across all vehicles, has increased. Whether it be you know money market savings accounts or mutual funds or five to nines, even you know that part is increasing. But um, but you're absolutely right that the issue of people just not saving, uh, broadly speaking, continues to to go, and um, you know that that will be an issue. Got it. So you, you mentioned that uh, that the amount of scholarship money or if it's scholarship awards has been decreasing as well. What do you attribute that to? Um, I, I seem to think or seem to remember recently that I read about another college's endowment that reached a huge number if it was a billion dollars or something like that. But why is it that those numbers are decreasing? Yeah, and it's, it's the scholarship and grants per student. Um, you know, so while the the scholarship and grant money hasn't been increasing that all the different state efforts of, you know, getting more and more people to go to college has been broadly speaking working, you know, there's more people, you know, going to college. And so that, that scholarship or grant money per student is, is decreasing. Uh, you know, what are, are some of the issues going on? Well, um, you know, the, the money coming in from the federal and state governments have been decreasing. It's, you know, it's very, um, widely publicized about the you know the you know at the federal level the the um you know debt and deficit in increasing the budgetary issues at, at the federal you know level you know rolling down to the states that the, that the states broadly speaking aren't um you know you know subsidizing the cost of, of college uh but i had mentioned previously i, I now live in, in pennsylvania but before i was i lived in new hampshire but actually had had the highest in-state um um, you know, tuition costs, you know, across the entire nation. So uh, definitely New Hampshire, a small government, but you know, de- definitely did not subsidize the, the cost of, of higher education. Interesting. So the state programs trying to get more people to go to college have been successful. So I, I suppose that that's a good thing. But is there data to suggest that that's good? And I don't know if you can answer that necessarily, but if more people are going to college and incurring debt and there's less money available for for a larger number of students, are they in fact graduating with better jobs? So is their life better? I don't know if I'm asking a good question or not, but you want to take a stab at it? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great, you know, philosophical you know, type of question is, is, you know, more people going to college, you know, a, a greater good and, and what's the uh, downstream uh, effects of that, um, you know, especially at the same time when when perhaps they're not really providing the, the financial literacy that to go hand in hand, right? That um, you know, people are just you know, more people are going, more people you know, borrowing uh, you know, student loans, and of course we 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 know that the headline issues of that. But um, I I think that you know, over time we've also heard more discussion around the you know apprenticeship routes and. And the, and the other um, alternative routes as well, but um, you know, broadly speaking, that you know, the I, I, I guess that's a very good um, you know good question to ask. Is you know the, the value of education is always there, but at some point, right, you know, does one hit the tipping point where where the value becomes more and more you know questionable, or, or the ROI is not necessarily um, as readily um, uh, <laughs> you know you know perfect per se. That is kind of the question. So I guess we'll probably have to wait and see a couple more years. But all right. So 
of the trends that 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 you pay attention to and you track, what are what are some of the the I guess positive trends or trends that you say, okay, this is this is a good indicator that we're moving in the in the right direction. Well, um, you know, I think some of the indicators are, you know, the number percentage of families that are using the automatic contribution, um, that the level of the automatic contribution tends to be, you know, is a fairly moderate, you know, number, um, you know, more people are, are, you know, probably saving for college, more people using 529s, um, and I, and I guess, you know, to the, to the value of that education, um, you know, that the income levels, you know, continue to rise as more people, you know, get higher le- levels of education, lower levels of, of unemployment um, as the downstream effects of, of that. But, um, you know, probably speaking, more, more people saving, more, more people saving uh, efficiently is always a good thing. Oh, for sure. I think that that's an awesome thing. And that's kind of the direction we want to go to. So... All right, flip side of the coin, is there a, a, is there a trend or are there certain trends which you look at and you're like, uh-oh? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I think that, that list cost of, of college, you know, continues to rise. And, um, you know, is, is it getting to that point where people are, are you know, perhaps not seeing the, the value of, of, you know, higher education? That That's always troubling. Um, I think that, um, I, you know, I, I, I think an, another interesting kind of question, um, you know, in terms of that, that trends and, and, uh, oh, kind of, kind of, you know, stages could be, you know, for tax reform, you know, 1.0, it, you know, expanded the qualified use of 529 to, to K through 12, you know, tuition, um, you know, the current tax reform 2.0 is looking to, to expand that from tuition, you know, just to like all available costs, um, you know, apprenticeship, homeschooling and, and uh, student loans. Um, you know, some of them, you know, everyone's on board for and some, you know, some of those aspects are, are a little bit more, um, you know, you know, touch and go from a um, you know political perspective. But, um, you know, broadly speaking, it's, um, you know, I, I, I think the total cost, I mean, the total savings for education, you know, for, for 529 is, is just over 300 billion. The total earmark for, you know, you know, saving for college is, is hovering 1.2 uh, billion. Um, you know, that being said, that student loan debt number of 1.5, definitely not. Uh-oh. Um, and, and with interest rates increasing and rising, um, you know, that, that loan rate that people will have to re- like repay back will only becoming, you know, more and more of an issue. So r- rising rates, rising student loan debt, and people aren't saving enough. Right. It's almost like it mirrors the, uh, the general, uh, the general market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it pretty much does. It sounds like, um, so 529 plans, I think you just, um, mentioned some of the, some of the changes that have recently taken place um, how else have have you seen this vehicle evolve, and what what changes do you see maybe in the future? Well, I I think in terms of that evolution, um, you know, we we do continue to see you know increases, updates, changes, enhancements. Um, you know, whether it be the number of of investment changes allowed per year, you know that that was a, a you know more recent. Um, 
uh, change. I, I think the broader scope of the change has to do more with with this concept of education and how we define education. If we think about that that traditional um, you know four year you know college versus that the use of of apprenticeships for, for example, you know as we're kind of saying it's like you know people questioning the use of uh, you know sending someone to go to college you know perhaps apprenticeships. The, the, that flexible use, you know, that that could be taking place where, you know, apprenticeships could be a qualified expense. I, I, I think that is something that's interesting that, that's coming, you know, down the pipeline and how it has changed. The, the other thing is, um, you know, for three years now, there's been um, this newer investment vehicle called Able Accounts that paralleled the uh, structure of, um, you know, 529s over to a, a new savings vehicle for, for certain families with with uh, disabilities um, yeah that's a, that's a newer kind of formation that that tends to use the um, more of a consortium approach you know of, of one uh, program being used across multiple states I think that that's an intriguing um, you know development some of the other bills that we've seen uh, you know come through have to do with that employer um, you know contribution and matching programs so, so the employer you know program is programs are growing um, we've also seen a number of gifting uh, gifting tools gifting platforms um, you know you know get get launched and um, you know incorporated you know broadly speaking you know college has really gone from a parent saving for a child to really you know grandparents like aunts and uncles and, and these kind of gifting tools and and things like like that um, I, I mean, I've also seen sort of like that growth of, of the GoFundMe pages, right, as well, sort of like these alternative vehicles, um, you know, but, but to, you know, to, to almost go slightly, you know, off topic and maybe too far, but, you know, there's also that, that all those kind of like developments, the gig, gig economies and, and all these different sort of like multiple different ways to pay back, um, you know, the student loans or even work while, while someone's in school. So I think, you know, flexing out to, you know, five to nine to all these other, you know, college affordability type of topics, all the better. Um, you know, for those that are a little bit more in the space, I, I think there's been that development of, of more and more just ease of using five to nine, that omnibus kind of conversations of just making everything a lot more uh, fluid on, on the platforms for financial advisors. It's just sort of like ease of use. Um, you know, type of enhancements and product enhancements and, um, you know, broadly speaking, more and more stable value investment options are, are being used, um, you know, within 529 plans, which, which could be, you know, of interest, um, you know, given, you know, this week's, this month's, uh, you know, market volatility. So Nice. <clears throat> you referenced um, that the Tax Reform 2.0 could be looking to expand to allow use of a 529 plan to pay for apprenticeships and homeschool programs and that some some of the changes were were probably going to be met with broad support but some maybe weren't necessarily do you have a, a sense of if apprenticeships or homeschool um, will be covered by a 529 or rather you could use the funds inside of a 529 to pay for those obviously yeah, um, you're, you're, yep. we're, we're guessing but <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, you know that 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 broad kind of conversation, you know, K through twelve tuition. Um, I I think it's it's just more that expansion to allow for all K through twelve, you know, related expenses. You know, that's broadly, um, you know, broadly accepted. I think it was just more of a 
of a technicality, um, you know, like, tu like tuition versus other expenses, I think that's broadly supported. Uh, you know, student loans, a lot of people are very much, um, you know, backing that, that proposal. Our, our survey of parents and advisors both, you know, say that that's, that's of interest, and especially among, um, you know, five current 529 users, those that are saving without a 529 are more apt to, you know, start using a 529 if, if that goes through. And non-savers will actually start to save with a 529 if, if they can use that as, you know, that flexibility issue as well. I, I think those on the Hill are, are very interested in, in finding a way to solve student loan debt issues. So I think that one gets broad approval. I, apprenticeship, you know, that there, there's broad, um, you know, understanding that, you know, the, the definition of college and ed higher education is kind of shifting and changing, um, you know, from that classical four-year, you know, liberal arts or, or business or, or whatever it may be to apprenticeships. I think that gets backing. I, I think the topic of homeschooling, um, you know, is, is a controversial one. Uh, there's definitely, you know, you know, people that are for it. There's definitely people that are against it. Um, you know, and, and that's something where, you know, we, we definitely, you know, you know, sit back and sort of take a look and, you know, and we'll, we'll be tracking it, you know, as a independent third party as we are, um, you know, but, but I think with, uh, it was Senator Cruz actually, and, and, you know, from Texas who, who originally last year for tax reform 1.0 tried to have, uh, homeschooling included in the package, you know, so it's, it's no, um, no doubt that that certain parties will be, you know, hoping to include, you know, homeschooling in 2.0. But, um, you know, I, I definitely understand both sides of the coin on that one. It, you know, th that particular one could be met with a little bit more, um, you know, push and pull across the, the states. And, and we'll see which ones which ones pass and which ones don't. Well, I'm sure it will be a, a wonderfully nuanced and civil conversation. So, <laughs> well, Paul, yes. Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Save and save efficiently. You know, that 1%, um, you know, 1% uh, saving for whether it be retirement, whether it be for higher education and, and 529, that will make all the debt, uh, all the uh, difference in, in, you know, for your future. Your future self will be much, um, you know, will appreciate you saving even 1% more for your um, long-term goals. Oh, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. And Paul, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Learn more on my uh, Twitter handle at um, Paul Curley BC. Thank you very much. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Paul your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Uh, follow Paul on Twitter, which I will list in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Paul. Thank you. Have a great day. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!